everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit Sessions. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I am your host. Episode 59, coming at you hot. <laughs> um, on today's show, I have Heather Titus on the show, and she is the creator and the founder of the Sedona Yoga Festival. I had the privilege of presenting there um, this last year, and it was not only a really fun experience, but also the community out there was absolutely insane. I am completely blown away at how her and her husband, Mark, have really just created this I mean, gnarly community of not only teachers, but also the people that show up every year. The festival is super awesome. I can't recommend it enough. Plus, you're set in Sedona. And if you've never been, it is an absolute amazing place to check out. And make sure you check out show supporter Seawall House Yoga Retreat Center in Northern Maine. They've had ongoing yoga retreats since 1997 that are designed to fit your schedule with coming and departing days of your choice. They've got a ton of workshops happening for 2019. Things like vegan cooking and yoga on July 16th to 20th, stand-up paddleboard from August 12th to the 15th, Free the Artist and Yoga, It's a Paint Thing, August 18th to the 23rd, Women's Mental Health Weekend, Labor Day Weekend, and their popular annual yoga and writing weekend this year on Columbus Day, October 12th to the 14th. All the workshops are hosted by fabulous presenters and are great gift specific ideas for giveaways. Treat yourself or do it with a friend that you loved. Check out their TripAdvisor, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and join their newsletter too at www.seawallhouse.com. That's www.se. W-A-L-L-H-O-U-S-E dot com. Updates or call them at 646-316-5151. I can't tell you guys how many times people ask me where I get my shirt that says, Go Love Yourself, that's on the cover of this podcast. And it comes from my friends over at Breathe in Detroit. They are a rad local Detroit-based company, all their products are eco-friendly and a portion of their sales goes right back into the community. So it's super cool. Not only is their gear awesome, the owners are super, super passionate about helping others. If you check out their website, breatheindetroit.com, not only will you fall in love with all of their gear, but you can also use the code DANNY20, that's D-A-N-N-I 20, to get a little bit of a discount on checkout. Please support them as they are a big supporter of this show. As always, I'd like to thank our friends over at SF Yoga Magazine for giving us all the love in the world. We love you back. All right, so you like the show. I know you like the show. That's why you're listening to it. But we could use your support. Leave a review on iTunes as it not only helps the show grow, but it also spreads the word so that other people can also um, check out the show as well. There is a little link below that tells you how exactly to leave a review on iTunes. And not only that, you're going to feel so good, as Andrea says. Without further ado, here is the show. Hi, Danny. I'm good. First off, I got to tell you that I'm, I'm really excited that we finally get to talk. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. We're both busy, busy, busy beavers. It's true. And months go by. So I'm, I'm really grateful to be here. 
And I'm sh- I'm sure too. Like once you're done with your 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 big project every year, it's like it's before it's even done. The next year is already on the plate. It's true. It's true. Um, somehow it has become. Some folks have called it, you know, like the the annual pilgrimage to Sedona. So everybody wants to know when the next one is, which is That's great. So- for those of you uh, that are tuning in, Heather um, is one of the founders of uh, the Sedona Yoga Festival, which um, I presented at last year and got to hang out with you and Mark and everybody else that was there. It was super fun. Really great event. Not only that, it's nestled right in Sedona, Arizona. And if you've never been there before, it is unlike It's like a whole other planet being in Sedona. <laughs> or it's you, like you a guys- whole other galaxy. Yeah, it did. perfect. Yeah, even better. It's like a whole nother galaxy in Sedona. The landscape is just insane. Like it's so beautiful out there. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't ever. It's never not beautiful. You know, <laughs> fall and winter here spectacular. Of course, nothing like winter in the rest of the country. We we get the sunshine all all year long. But yeah, yeah. I, you guys, you guys have lived there full time for how long? Um, Mark's been here about 11 or 12 years, I think. Okay. I've been here about seven years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mark is, um, is Heather's husband and he's, I, I like to call Mark my, my bromance partner. We, <laughs> we often geek out on social media about motorcycles or whatever it is, <laughs> whatever else it is that we're doing. Um, he's super fun to, I, I wish he was here. He's super fun to chat with and he's always got some really good insights. Yeah. I didn't know that. So you ride a motorcycle, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he had posted something about like him going on a motorcycle trip or he had done something recently. And I was like, cause I know, you know, we were, we were hanging out at the festival. Like we were just kind of rapping and shooting, shooting the shit. And then, and I saw him post about motorcycles. I was like, of course, yep. We're definitely going to get along on that one too. <laughs> That's awesome. He, yeah. He's gotten me on the back of the motorcycle once or twice. I'm more of a one foot in front of the other. Yeah. <laughs> They're definitely not for everybody. And I, I mean, I can't tell you how many times people are always like, Danny, be careful, Danny, be careful. And, you know, I, I totally understand. And as a partner, you have 100% full permission to be concerned. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Thank you for reassuring words. No, but that, totally. that, those kind of differences between us really have helped us um, to create what we've created, uh, not just the Sedona Yoga Festival but the studio here in Sedona, own base Sedona and taking people out on the land because we do things so differently, you know, yeah. Mark will just tear in and be like random talking video, just put it all out there right now. And I'm like, whoa, we got it. Let's make sure this is going to work, you know, like really considerate programming and, um, right. you know, the, the Dharma of, of um, building it. So yeah, it's a, it's a nice compliment, but I don't, so, I don't think I'll get a motorcycle anytime soon. Do you guys, uh, well, there's a couple, so a couple parts I want to dive into. So you were a yoga practitioner and Mark was a yoga practitioner before you guys met, correct? Or did you guys start yoga together? Oh yeah, definitely before we met. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then what, like, so uh, like I want to dive into the festival and I also want to hear a little more about your backstory in yoga and, and maybe just like a, a little brief, like how did you get started and how did your journey begin in yoga? Wow. You know, just the fact that you're asking this question today, just put a whole, like a light bulb off. Um, I was contemplating how in the last year, some of the obstacles just had to become so great that I would recognize that any stress 
I was experiencing was coming completely from within myself. And the question, you know, my answer would be, oh, I went to yoga for stress relief, you know, like 30 years mm -hmm. ago. <laughs> so I just put two and two together. I'm like, wow, you know, the yoga does amazing things. Um, and, and here we are, what, 25, 30 years on, and apparently I'm still working on that. No, no, it really, it really has worked. Um, it just had to go to its culminating level in the yeah. last couple of years. So for me, um, you know, I actually came to yoga through martial arts. I was practicing martial arts and producing events and mm -hmm. art exhibitions, living in New York City, you know, really busy uh, event and production kind of lifestyle. And there was, let's just call it an incident where I learned about myself that I was never going to hit anybody or harm it. You know, I just, it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I, I loved, I was able to protect myself and then protect the other person. And I was like, what's happening here? And what was happening was that the the mind, body, spirit connection to use the kind of old school language around it was what was making a difference in my life. And I took my first ever yoga class at uh, Integral Yoga on 12th Street in the West Village in New York City and had an amazing Shavasana and just never looked back. Um, it's been it's been a long journey. You know, uh, when I finally took a training training with a teacher for the very first time, I'd, I'd been practicing for five or six years going to classes. And, you know, I put myself in the shoes of the people who come to classes here in this way, because I don't know why I thought I couldn't do it myself, you know? And so to finally have someone say, oh, just here's, you know, some tips and tools and techniques for you you know, go home and do it. <laughs> right. I, I often refer to, um, to yoga teacher training as almost like life training. I mean, it's right. very, very similar where you get to, there's not a lot of, of, uh, scenarios where you're in a deep dive situation and where it all, this deep dive is not only asking you to learn about a practice or whatever it is, but also to deep dive in yourself because that's what yoga train, like teacher training. Sure. You'll learn how to teach yoga, but also it, you know, when you get to philosophy and yamas and niyamas and you know, you're asked to look at that for yourself, it unlocks a whole nother layer. Right. Yeah. I've I, I would put it this way. This is one way I, I would put it. You can come to yoga, you know, for a nice body or because your doctor said this is really good for your back or for stress relief or even community. But ultimately what's going to happen is the yoga is going to start working on you <laughs> and mm -hmm. peeling back the layers. And, you know, a lot of times that starts to happen even before people have the opportunity to dive into yoga philosophy, right? Um, because you are linking into the flow of life, you know, through the breath connection with the prana to, uh, you know, the, the asana even just all by itself is is a science and it will do its work on you so you know but yeah the the deep trainings and i have done many i'm i'm really blessed to have the opportunity to study with a number of teachers and and have my daily practice you know the greatest teacher and will will just keep unraveling keep taking away the layers of you know uh, bullshit i guess i don't know if we're on, yeah. on the radio that are preventing you from 
from actually just loving and just being and listening and relating. Did you think, um, I mean, I guess you kind of been looking back at, at what you did in your journey. I know that events were part of your background or now I know that events were part of your background. Did you think at all at any given point that you were one going to start teaching and then two like birth this baby of Sedona yoga festival? Did you, was that like, did you, could you, could you have imagined that when you first started or was it just like a natural, like, of course, this is what I want to do. Like I do events and I love this yoga thing. Like, well, it, had its, it had its different um, kind of ups and downs. Like I left events, uh, you, you know, a, a festival I began uh, in Vermont, a community arts and family and uh, bicycles and all of that festival just had its 15th year. And I had, shepherded that off, you know, to a number of community members who had done so much to support it over the years, you know, formed a board and here you go, because I didn't want to do events anymore. And so uh, that's when my practice became really deep. And I spent a lot of time uh, by myself and traveling and just exploring. And so when I arrived in Sedona, I was all, you know, uh, namaste, I'm, I'm just here to meditate. and 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 then I met Mark and he um as you said or uh, inquired earlier had a practice of his own I had a practice we were both had reached that point of like total inner happiness and balance individually right separately from one another and um and so he was smart enough knowing that I had left the world of events to not mention that he had founded and was envisioning this big festival Mm -hmm. that was supposed to happen in about, you know, probably nine months after, after we met. And so uh, it took him a few months and then he started saying, Hey, listen, I I need your help. Let me, let me tell you what I'm doing. (laughs) And I said, no way. No, no. You just call me when you're done working and we'll go for a hike, you know? And, it was the slow yeah, and then, you know, We're like all madly in love, and, you know, and he's like, please. I'm like, no. And he's like, but, you know, ultimately when I kind of looked at my journaling and my experience in Sedona already, I was, I, I, I like to say, you know, Mark founded this event, but I, I like to say, oh, I, you know, it's, I probably would have done something like this. <laughs> I don't think I would have mm-hmm. lasted long because in retrospect, this is, this is my innate skill set now married with my passion. You know, it wasn't working for me because I was working in, I hadn't found my place, you know, my tribe, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And so it was um, exhausting my energy being an introvert. Right. And however, yoga, I'm so passionate about yoga, living my yoga, you know, um, studying yoga, even being in the yoga business. And we can talk more about that later. (laughs) uh, (laughs) So, so we pulled it off that first year and we, we kept going, but, but that I've been, my first event happened when I was like five, you know, the first theater company was when I was like eight. I've been, I just naturally want to bring people together and to do more, you know, how, how can we as a community where everyone gets to have a role and if it, whatever the, it, it more ends up looking like what that 
particular group of people that showed up, then, then like, I want this created, who's going to do it? It's, it's, it's just a, a Dharma. It's who I am. You guys are now in year this six. This will be the seventh seven. annual. Mm-hmm. Wow. What, I guess from year one to year seven, that's, that's a whole lot, right? What have you seen? Like, what are the biggest changes that you've seen? And not like there's a new venue and there's, you know, a different room, but like, like, what do you feel has been the biggest shift and change from year one to year seven in the event? And why do you think that shift has happened? You know, um, what I've really been noticing this year in the planning and last year is just that it's very appealing to really authentic seekers. And so we, there are a lot of people who actually teach yoga who come annually year after year and, you know, are really getting something out of it. And at the same time, people who are just like yoga, what's yoga feel comfortable coming here to, you know, either be introduced to the practice or to deepen their practice. And, um, it's a very, I guess, you know, intelligent and, and intelligent in the sense of like, maybe, maybe what I mean by that is connected to the intelligent life force, you know, (laughs) but, uh, and I think part of that is the way that we've talked with people, the way that we've chosen to communicate is, uh, you know, that people are, they are intelligent. And also that, you know, every year that some like system or venue or detail gets kind of sorted out, there's more time to program, right? In, in, and like I was saying before, everybody who shows up sort of makes it. And so in reviewing applications, which we get such outstanding proposals from people doing just amazing work around, around the country and the world every year, uh, inspirations flow through, you know, and Sedona helps to sort of give us that intuitive push as to what the resonant um, theme or sensation of the event might be on any given year. So part, part of it is that the way we program, you know, is really creative and the other, uh, you know, but, but really what's happened is that people are really coming here to uh, have fun, celebrate each other, dive deep and like really transform and and this the the lands the land the powerful land here helps with that as well you know so so that's we've seen you know the first years we were just great intentions but woo, just going for it right (laughs) (laughs) you know the other big changes i think people just assume that we're you know we must be really well established we're in year seven like you know we must it's such a small little grassroots experience that that's something I want to convey that really hasn't changed. There's, you know, Mark and Heather, and then there's a team of like really awesome people and uh, we somehow pull it off. What has been, well, one, a couple of things, like I can totally agree with you. Like there were so many teachers that were there that were there to experience the festival. That was mind blowing to me. A lot of people that came to like, I ended up speaking to obviously a lot of students that came to classes as we normally do. And 
more than a couple handfuls were were teachers. I remember specifically in, in the backbending workshop that I that I taught, maybe eight or nine people were like, "Can we get together and chat about this theory and, and you know what you talked about here?" I teach over at this place. I teach over at this place. I want to integrate this into teachings and. You, I mean, totally, I can see you guys have a really strong base of not just everyday practitioners, but also people that want to go deeper in their teaching or want to learn theory or philosophy or whatever it is that they're, that they're, that they're going out there to get. There's a lot of teachers out there. That was, that was pretty cool to, to see and witness. What is, um, you were saying like from, you know, from year one to, to seven, you know, <laughs> year one, you're like, let's go for it. That reminds me of like, when I first wanted to do this podcast, I was like, I'm just going to figure it out. <laughs> and now it's a little more, <laughs> I've tightened up the ship a little bit and my, my processes have changed from, from year one to seven, what has been, what has been the, the, the highest high and the lowest low? And I'm talking like, like, what would, like, what was your, your variation of that win? And what was, what, what was the situation where you were just like, why, why do I do this? <laughs> uh, okay, so I'll start with, I guess I'll start with the lowest low. Being, you know, an event planner, it kind of, you you need to put on that hat where you think of everything that might happen. So, um, right. uh, and work right. my way up to the highest high, so we can leave it on a high note there. But, um, gosh, yeah, yeah. you know, mm, that's a tough one. It would definitely be one of the handful of years where we've come out under financially, <laughs> right? Instead of, you know, mm-hmm. breaking even or over. And, uh, yeah. I don't know if I want to dive into the, dive into like a super low. I'm trying to think, I guess last year we, we were a homeless, we didn't have a venue. And I, you were part of last uh, year. So you saw the end, we ended up having like 20 yes. venues because we have all these little rooms and just whatever we could get our hands on. Right. And, uh, and it really hit like a, a burnout, literally like a, you know, this is a struggle. <laughs> you know, of course, that's all yeah, part of the, yeah. you know, this learning. It's really taught me to uh, relax and relax more and relax more. And, you know, and then of course, this, the, the things that I'm studying now with my teachers and experiencing more, um, it really is, you know, about ease, about effortless Ness, even in action, right? And um, so wonderful lessons there. But it was a beautiful, like, I thought, I'm going to dive in and read all, you know, the testimonials. And people just started sending me random stuff about, like, this totally Mm -hmm. transformed my life. And the way I relate to my community when when I get home or, you know, just the messages that kept coming. And then it was like, oh, that's why. That's why <laughs> this is what we're doing. It. That's why right, I'm doing right. it. You know, this is why we're doing it because it can, you know, it can be, it can be really tough, like just on sleep and, you know, money and all just these kind of worldly things. So, but it's all part of the journey. So let's move on to the highest high. How many people did you guys have mm-hmm. there last year? Actually, just to, it was it's a few usually thousand, right? about 2000 people. So, to, I mean, rightfully so, not having a home and having 2,000 people come in as your your guest and friends would totally <laughs> stress me out. For well, it was sure. good. The stress kind of happened around like June, June, July, August, September, you know, uh, maybe mm. even into October, like of 20, 
17, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had I had to work through all that. I had to recognize that where it was really coming from. Right. Because, you know, there th- right. this is first world problems, you know, and that and that comforted yeah. me sometimes because I was like, wow, really? Like, come on. You know, but it, but it's different because it wasn't going to work this time to just like pull up my bootstraps and be like, I got this, you know, I'm going to muscle through. Like that just wasn't going to fly because it's not what we're doing. <laughs> it's not what we're trying to share, you know, and it, the one thing that happens is whatever obstacles that we experience, um, you know, in running this event or business or, you know, within life, just inform are informed by the practice actually the the way to respond and uh shift is really informed for me personally by yoga by not just philosophy but just what what you can really embody so. wait so are you trying to tell me that yoga is more than poses <laughs> oh it's the whole it's the whole thing so let's let's dive into the highest high. Like when were you just like, yeah, Heather, this is you know, this is why it you're doing the, it. it, it oh gosh, there have been so many, and something about um, bringing ceremony into it, in, in which I think was the mm-hmm. third year. Like we'd had stage time, mean stage kind of time. Like, oh hey, we're going to be here, and this is going to be happening, and you know, but but we brought ceremony into it consciously, and that just became mm-hmm. really important. And I feel like the first time we did that, something really shifted, like the connection of everybody who was present, and um, and when I realized that we had trained. Um, when, when, when we partnered and, and got our yoga for PTSD training, which we've had as part of the festival every year um, since the second year, we partnered to have that distributed digitally as well. And I, when I realized we had trained like 500 teachers online, in addition to the 400 teachers that have come um, to this training every year, I was like, whoa, that's... You know, that's almost a thousand teachers who are, most of them have gone yeah. into their community, you know, to figure out how to bring yoga to first responders, yoga to veterans, yoga, you know, sure. TBI, athletes, you know, just people in really stressful jobs. So, <clears throat> so that right. was, that yeah. was pretty huge. And, you know, part of our journey has been, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk and discussion and study around uh, yoga for trauma in our conference, which I don't think is necessarily limited to the people that could say and identify with having PTSD, you know, like Mark um, has had his journey with PTSD. And interestingly, we planned the first yoga for PTSD training before he was experiencing it before it kicked in, so to speak. Right. Um, yeah. So, but it's not just for, you know, Mark and veterans and other people who, who have been more, you know, have experienced more trauma and have nervous system damage, you know, or mental aspects to, to work with and work around. But I feel that society as a whole 
right now in the United States. I, I, I just look around and everybody, it just feels so much more intense. Like everybody's in their sympathetic nervous system, you know, uh, what do you think about that? I mean, do you feel like people are more stressed out now than maybe if you look back like 10, 15 years ago? I mean, it's I, I, like, well, a, a couple parts. I, I, I agree with you. Like, I think something that you guys is like a high, high, like what I was really attracted to on the festival was like, I love that you guys offer that PTSD thing. That's so cool. And it's, it's like a staple now and you're offering so much more than just like, Hey, come to this yoga festival and do the yoga things and all the booths and stuff. But like, you're actually giving something to the community. So one, thank you for that. Two, I, I, you know, I go through these phases of like, whether people are stressed out or not. And I think, you know, I have to remind myself daily, you know, whether it's, you know, when I'm teaching or when I'm not teaching or when I'm trying to do marketing or whatever, like, am I stressing myself out because I need to No. but two, am I feeling the pressures around the world? And then giving myself a little more space to just be human and recognize like the sooner that I can call that out, the sooner that I can become friends with it. You know, it's that, it's that roommate upstairs that you have in your head that just wants to be heard and seen. And I think most people go through that. You know, we get stressed out because we think like, kind of like you said earlier, the money, the, whatever it is, all these worldly things we think are important because we've had it, you know, kind of just handed to us every day. It's, it's kind of, it's in our faces every day, not kind of it. It's so in our faces, but I do think that there are these small moments, right. Where you have teachers like yourself or a festival or, you know, a retreat where you can just kind of take a step back. And when you take that step back, when you have those outside forces removed a bit, you know, it kind of brings you back into reset mode where you get to like, you know, hit that button where you're like, okay, I, I recognize it. X, Y, and Z is not real. You know, you have the tools and techniques from yoga or from a practice or from pranayama or from meditation or from self-study. And it can, you know, starts, it starts to peel away the layers of the veil. Now, here's the part about it is that it never goes away. What it is, is just you becoming more self-aware of that. So sometimes you lose your, your sense of practice, right? Or you, you start to um, disconnect to certain parts of the practice and thus the stress level comes up, right? When we feel the stress of others, it, it, it literally impacts us magnetically. You can, you know, a, a person's emotions are, are, are magnetic, but we have teachers for a reason, right? We have teachers and, and practice so that we can, again, go back to that zero start. We get to choose whether we want to be stressed out or not. It's the, at the end of the day that, you know, the choice is always us if we want to buy into that story or not. Exactly. And it's somehow becoming kind of a theme of this conversation, <laughs> right? But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, so the reset of being able to come to Sedona for, you know, Sedona Yoga Festival, the, I, I will admit to a little bit of a bias this year to more parasympathetic uh, practices, right? Like we have more yoga yeah. nidra. We talk about what happens to your nervous system, what happens to your brain, because these people who can come, who are lucky enough, right, and fortunate enough to be able to do a retreat, um, can, can get that reset that you're talking about. And maybe they're overall a little more stressed out, or maybe they're not. Maybe that is literally just, um, you know, my, my perception. But I, I feel that it's important, and it probably has always been like this that if we can't uh calm down and relax then we can't really even 
offer our fullest, right? Just like the, the process of then being able to work with more, uh, and it's probably different for everybody, but more fiery practices, be in more action, you know, be totally in your flow, like in your Dharma. And for people listening, you know, Dharma, like your, your soul's intention of, of your, your, your work, your contribution and what you do. So you kind of have to be calm there first. And I think, I think that's why we integrate it. And along with a whole bunch of really fun, rocking, you know, active classes that are available weekend you know it's it's got to be balanced so don't knock the boost because we 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 do have always made a point of asking all of our vendors you know how do you give back how do you produce ethically you know what it would it basically are you green do you give back are you thoughtful are you conscious so so we've actually you know been fortunate enough to to launch a few really cool products at syf and and are really choosy about who comes. And so it's really nice to see all these conscious businesses um, making cool stuff. And and being able to support them making cool stuff. What are you, okay, I got one more question for you. Here goes the big (laughs) one. (laughs) What are you most excited about? A and B, you can say no, you can say no. Can you let us in on any little secret that nobody knows yet? Oh boy! What do you mean? Okay, are you talking about for this year's event? <laughs> yeah, for this year's event coming up. Mm, most okay, about? I'm super excited about um, these roundtable discussions. So we, <laughs> okay. I'm super excited about the talking part, but I really, really am because basically, <laughs> like, so many really wise people who are ready to explore and dig deep and teach, and they have just lifetimes of experience and their own amazing teachers. Uh, we we've had these panels before, and that's you know a panel format. Everyone's facing the audience. We pass the microphone around in the audience. And but I did a whole bunch of panels last year at the last minute, which even though everyone was going to be driving around town all weekend, right? So there were there was one, and the presenter came up to me and she said, "You know, nobody came." And I was like, "Oh, I'm really I'm really sorry." She said, "No, no, it was amazing. We decide we just sat around and talked about the topic you had chosen for us." So. I went, whoa, okay, so they're going to be sitting around a table talking about a topic. And I'm really hoping to live stream this or something, you know, maybe some excellent video people will show up and say, let me help you with this. But um, to really let this conversation be more widely broadcast, because these are the conversations that we want to be having. You know, I mean, everything on Guru or health or spiritual bypassing or just, you know, a million topics we could, we could go into, especially in Sedona, which is a very metaphysical place. And so I'm really excited about those. And then, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know if it's, if it would be a secret anymore by the time you air the podcast. (laughs) Let's hear it. I don't have any secrets. Uh, okay. I'm really Fair trying enough. to figure something for you. I'm like, um, no, one of the other things we're going to do yeah. this year is so many people have written some amazing books. So just kind of have a little book fair in the middle of the week. 
Yeah, these are these oh, are you know cool. in addition to like the kids yoga is um, all weekend long, you know, all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and the teachers who come from all over the country and world who teach kids are offering stuff, and some local teachers. So you know, music, dance, fun, food, vendors. It's it's kind of all there, and. And yet it, it wouldn't be the same if nobody showed up. <laughs> so it will always become, you know, what, what it is when the people get here and who they are. I'm so excited to see um, what ends up, uh, you know, coming up this year. I know you guys are going to be cooking up uh, some really, really, really fun times as I got to experience last year. I'm bummed out. I won't be able to join you guys this year because I'll be um, out in Bali leading a retreat, which I'm, I'm excited to be the retreat. But I also I wish I wish <laughs> I wish I could be at two places at once. You know, I had a really, really, really good time connecting with everybody, meeting fellow teachers, some people that I really look up to connecting with you, <laughs> romancing with Mark. <laughs> this is an all around good time. So I can't wait to see what you guys are cooking up. I know it's going to be really awesome and amazing for, again, the listeners, like this is one of my favorite yoga festivals. I had such a great time presenting one, but two, it was a really great way to connect. I mean, I made some really good friends that I still talk oh. to now while I was out there. So thank you guys for, uh, for putting together this event and for continuing to leave a place for yogis and teachers alike to go in refuge and not a no, bad place to no, escape to for a only, weekend. Other than Florida might be the only place in the country that's uh, really nice out in March. So yeah, no, we'll, we'll miss you this year. Yeah, and yeah. I really appreciate this time and being able to talk about the event and, you know, we're just, I'm just super grateful to, to be able to orchestrate this and program it and, uh, and to be a part of this amazing community. I'll have to jump into one of your live streams, uh, maybe while I'm out in Bali yeah, to some definitely. of the talks. That would be I'm, really, really, really cool. I'm really excited. I'll leave all the links in the show notes on how to get more information on buying your tickets, taking a look at the, the presenters that are going to be there and any other specials that are happening um, just before the uh, festival is coming up. Heather, thank you so much for taking the time out and coming on the show today. And, and again, just thank you for creating the, uh, the event that you have because it's really, really, really fun. And I look, I mean, I was looking forward to it this year, <laughs> but I won't be there, but I'll be there in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Danny. I really appreciate you. And until the next Yogi Misfit session, this is Danny and Heather saying peace out. Bye. And guys, remember to check out Seawall House and all the amazing workshops they've got planned for 2019. That's www.seawallhouse.com. S-E-W-A-L-L-H-O-U-S-E.com. 